Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the match preview show ahead of Liverpool versus Chelsea. I'm Steve Hall, joined by Chloe Blockham. And Dan Club, and let's get this out of the way straight away. Hopefully, no managers resign <laughs> during recording of this show because the last time we did the match preview show, that is exactly what happened. So, fingers crossed that doesn't happen today. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's hopefully. Anyway, I mean, I don't think it's literally possible anymore now that we know what we know. Um, right then, guys, welcome to the show, Dan. I'll start with you. Uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, Premier League. Um, this is the start of a, of a massive week for Liverpool in terms of what's on the on the agenda. Chelsea at home, followed by Arsenal away. Two mm-hmm. of the historically toughest games on the schedule. Two teams who Liverpool have found it difficult to get results against, three points or wins or whatever in various competitions. So yeah, it's um, it's it's go time now. We we had a we eased back into the post clop uh, post clop announcements world yeah. with Norwich, but now it's back to business. That that all has to be put to one side because this is a mammoth week of in Liverpool's title. Uh, credentials in their race, etc. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah, it's another test. I mean, whatever we think of Chelsea this season, you know, they tend to be tight games between us and them, and they're going to try and raise their levels coming to Anfield. So, yeah, this is the first, if you like, of what could be 29 games of Jurgen Klopp as Liverpool manager left. Um, so, it's absolutely massive. The week is massive, as you rightly say, as well. And I think the novice game at the weekend was sort of the perfect one to sort of, with all due respect to novice, sort of get out of the way because the Anfield was allowed to be sad, it was allowed to be somber, it was allowed to be emotional because it wasn't required to drag the team through but tomorrow night in this Chelsea game is going to be a completely different kettle of fish Anfield's going to have to be at its absolute raucous best it's going to be fever pitch it's going to have to drag the lads with him so I'm anticipating a, a big old sort of occasion and a big old night from a Liverpool standpoint anyway but as you rightly say these games are so often tight they're so often decided by the odd goal a little bit of magic a mistake potentially here and there and Liverpool just need to make sure we're on the right side of all of that between now and the end of May essentially Absolutely cool. We've got t-shirts out on uh, on Redman haven't we the new one saying it's the last dance for Jürgen they're available now by the way Redman there you go there they are Jürgen the last dance uh, the the, the, the one as well. Uh, the best memories are still to come that quote as well and that this is the start of it for that all to be true Chloe the, the last dance uh, the best memories Liverpool could do with beating Chelsea really seven times Liverpool have drawn with Chelsea over 90 minutes of course there's there's two penalty shootout wins included the last, the last seven games in these two sides has been all square after 90 minutes um but Liverpool really, 
when they haven't won titles in the past, you can always look back at like, oh, they drew, probably drew one too many or something like that. It's about time they put that record to bed and beat this Chelsea team, any Chelsea team, because it's been, it's been since 2020 and lockdown that Liverpool have beaten them over 90 minutes. Uh, when is a good place to start changing that, uh, that record and that narrative? Yeah, it is. And also, you know, if you're beating Chelsea, you're bouncing into Arsenal, yeah. put it that way, because yeah. Chelsea is, uh, like we know, a really hard fixture at home and away. Last season, it was possibly one of the worst Chelsea sides I've ever seen play at Anfield. And yeah, we, we couldn't, you know, get past them. Uh, and Liverpool need to make sure now, uh, I, I said it as soon as I heard Jurgen Klopp was, you know, leaving Liverpool at the end of the season, we've got nine Premier League home games left. We need to create nine unbelievable atmospheres Atmospheres. We need to create nine of the greatest Anfield atmospheres because we need to help this side get over the line and, and see Jürgen out in the best possible way. Uh, we never got to fully celebrate a Premier League win uh, uh, in terms of the title under Jürgen Klopp because we were all in lockdown. So for it to end this way, we really need to support the lads. We need to forget about the fact that Jürgen Klopp and Liverpool are coming to an end. Uh, and that's why it was so good for the Norwich game to be the first game yeah. because everyone could be sombre, but now we can't we've got to create an absolutely deafening atmosphere uh, we need to pressurise them we need to scare them and Liverpool are known to do that uh, so we need to make sure that we, we do get over the line pick up three massive points and that's just an extra boost to go into Arsenal absolutely let's have a little look at Chelsea then Dan before we um speak about the Reds uh, form wise they're in good form mm-hmm. they've won their last three Premier League games you can see there on the table for those who are watching along let me let scroll up they're so far down I was cutting them off there, there mm-hmm. you go they're still in ninth position now uh, like I say they've won three consecutive league games they also battered Middlesbrough in the league Cup. they did draw at the weekend in the FA Cup so they've got a replay to handle uh, as well uh, they drew 0-0 didn't they against Villa, uh, Aston yeah. Villa uh, made a couple of changes um, Richard Pochettino's mentions they've got a couple of lads back so um, Gusto and Nkunku are available they are still without a fair few though to be fair mm-hmm. no for Fana Rhys James Kukurea Lavia um, as well of course Robert Sanchez Chalabert and Levi Colwell are all still out so Chelsea are a little bit like Liverpool missing a couple of players but they have I felt like when we the both times we played Chelsea is almost coming at a bad time for Liverpool first game of the season different kettle of fish then they were, they were rubbish yeah. but it feels like we're, we're getting them now just as they've come back into a little bit of form Pochettino's made you know his signings are all bedded in they're, they're making an impact in the side he's half got his head around what he needs to do hmm. it does feel like it'd have been easier playing Chelsea in November for example than it is playing them in January yeah absolutely yeah and you've I think on the opening day actually I was quite impressed with Chelsea to be honest with you in, yeah. that, in that first game I thought they would be maybe not a force we reckoned with but certainly outperforming what they're doing right now and I think form's all relative yes they look better they look like they've got some sort of structure some sort of system Pochettino's ideas look like they are getting across to them now but it couldn't have got much worse for them because it in the form stakes really so I'm not overly concerned I think it, from a Liverpool standpoint if we just play our game and impose ourselves on this Chelsea side we're still the better team 1-11 to squad wise etc etc they've got a decent long list of injuries there Liverpool are welcoming a lot of our absentees back for this one of course so I I'm, I'm, I'm loathe to say I make us very heavy favours this one because it is a Liverpool-Chelsea game we've already spoken about the long list of draws that we've had with them but at home 
with all the factors that are playing out, what it means to Liverpool. Like Chelsea's sort of hunt for European football from a league point of view is, is not off, but it also looks very, very unlikely. So what they're fighting for, I'm not quite sure. Maybe it is an FA Cup, something like that instead. So yeah, I if Liverpool can't beat this Chelsea side, this current iteration of a Chelsea team, I'm not sure how ready we are to win this Premier League. And that's a big thing to say because you can draw and then go on to do mad things. Of course you can. But realistically, Liverpool need to be putting three points on the board against this Chelsea team. No, I, I would I would agree, and I suppose Chloe as well. From a forms relative, as Nicholas Chelsea have won games that they probably were meant to win. They did. They weren't able to make changes the other day and beat Aston Villa. So mm-hmm. it is it is a little bit relative to how it is now. They missing Cole Palmer. I don't think he. Um, I don't think he starts at the weekend. He's been like the main catalyst for. So apologies, you know, he starts up front because they were lacking. I think they were saying they've been lacking a forward option in Kunku. It's been Jackson a bit, yeah, hasn't it? Jackson's yeah. been in out on Kunku. Obviously, Bro-y- been injured as well. Bro, yeah. Bro, yeah. yeah. Again, I don't think he fans him at all. He's yeah, always linked away. Exactly, yeah. he's always been linked away. So they have got good players. You know, if you think about it, um, Fernandez is having a good season. Sterling, uh, Mazowiecki's been good. Cole Palmer's been good. They have got a threat, but also they have shown. Uh, they even when they win, they, if they find it tough, Chelsea, it feels like everything's a slog for them. And Liverpool can, can, have obviously got the ability to do the same to them. It's very rarely, oh no, they battered Millers, but that's kind of the exception. You don't really feel Chelsea are ever like comfortable in games. It always feels like it's a bit of a scrap. Yeah, I mean, look, we know the dangers of them. You know what they did to City. I mean, it wasn't it like four four, um, and I think we have a better defence than than City do. So that is, you know, where I'm really putting my hat on this. Um, and we will give up chances because every team has chances uh, in the Premier League. We just need to limit where their chances come from and how many they come from. Um, and also, look, when we played them back uh, on the first day of the season, we were a side that was very much not developed. You know the the new lads they just came in we hadn't had a pre-season a full pre-season with a lot of those lads um, and now it feels like even now I don't think we've been at our best we've not been at the you know peak of what we all think Liverpool can play yeah but we certainly are in more of a rhythm and playing a lot better and if Liverpool play to the peak of their powers mm. I don't think Chelsea stand a chance but we need to make sure that we do that sometimes we do let the occasion get to us and it's a massive game because Manchester City are breathing down our necks and they've got a you know a fairly easy fixture let's be honest so we just need to focus on ourselves and get the job done and we know with our front three they will get chances put Darwin Nunes on the back of Thiago Silva and feed him the ball first time time and time again and see what we can do we've seen Diogo Jota put the ball to his feet in the box and he's going to get a goal Luis Diaz looks like he's coming a bit more back into form Mm -hmm. and we've got the options in midfield again you've got Curtis Jones back you've got Dom back you've got Trent back you know there's a there's a lot of players who are coming back Thiago's back in training mm. um, so it feels like Liverpool are on the up with atmosphere of bringing players back we have enough from the bench as well if we need it um, so yeah once again if Liverpool play to the best of their ability we are miles better than Chelsea in this moment yeah fingers crossed they can do just that let's sort the Reds then we'll, we'll, we'll shift away from Chelsea there we'll see what team they picked as like I said we've got a few injuries the team half picks itself to be mm. honest with you, you're probably going to see Gallagher, Sterling, Cole Palmer, Madawiki in some type of four. I'm guessing Nkunku's only come off the bench. You'll see Fernandez. he'll definitely, I mean, probably Casado. Yeah. Be interesting to see how he gets a reaction. And, and then, if we could spin him, that'd be brilliant. Uh, yeah, and then obviously at the back, I'm guessing, we know the goalkeeper's um, Petrovic, is, yeah. is Petrovic Sanchez is out. So you're probably looking at... Uh, Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva, yeah. Dezazi. Yeah. It looks like, yeah. a, like I say... Um, 
Gusto could be back for this one as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, their team half picks itself. Liverpool's team doesn't, Dan, but actually it's for the right reasons yeah. now. So we saw the other day, uh, uh, Liverpool had the, uh, made a few changes against Norwich, of course, but getting Trent Alexander-Arnold, Andy Robertson back, and Dom Soberslai back, all for this game, and Alexis McAllister, Jürgen confirmed at his press conference today. Mm-hmm. Alexis is fine, he's ready to go. So all of a sudden... The Reds 11 looks better and the Reds bench looks better. And it feels like, again, this is look, if it is going to be a tight game like we think it might be, not only the 11, but having a, having a strong bench should really be a, a massive bonus for the Reds because I look back to that United game in particular, maybe Arsenal, and you just think, I wonder if Jota was a, just Jota, if they had one more maybe available to go, they might have won both of those games. They've got. You know, they've, they have got Jota now and they've got the ability to make changes off the mm. bench. It could be huge. Yeah, massive. And it has been so far this season. I think Jürgen Klopp utilised the options off the bench brilliantly at times. And he, he's changed the direction of travel of football matches by doing that as well. So I've don't, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he had to send for the cavalry at one point. It'd be nice if he didn't. And we got the job done with whatever 11 he picks from the start. But yeah, having those options back and having the, the strength in depth is a massive, massive strength for Liverpool. There's been numbers ran on this in recent weeks in terms of how good and how strongly Liverpool are at the back end of games and that is in no small part down to the actual bench and the quality we can bring off because I remember earlier in the season we bring in on like Diogo Jota and Cody Gakpo when Salah was still around it's like if you're a defender looking at that and you've been man magged by Darwin Nunes Louis Diaz Mohamed Salah when he was here and whoever else and then you see two more seasoned international footballers coming on you must think oh, what's going on here so yeah it wouldn't surprise me at all if Liverpool had to do something like that it would be nice as I say if we didn't but yeah the fact that it's been a huge advantage for us, like I say, so far this season. And that's the kind of the the key that we have over most of our rivals. I'd say Manchester City, obviously, they're probably the closest in terms of that. But I'm not sure anyone has the quality of depth that we have, certainly not in the attacking department. It is frightening. And if one of our attackers isn't on it or for whatever, or a different type of game suits a different one or whatever, if people have got a low block and Nunes isn't getting any joy, you can turn to different types of forwards and that is absolutely massive. Absolutely, you're spot on. We'll talk about the team forwards in a moment. Chloe, let's go through the 11 then what we think Jäger might or might not do because it's interesting really because he has got both Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold available now. Add to that... Um, the, the players who've been playing regularly at the moment, so Conor Bradley and Joe Gomez, you've got Canate, you've got Quansi, you've got Van Dijk. He's, he's all of a sudden got options again. Um, so, yeah, obviously we know Alisson's in goal, we know Van Dijk's going to play. Trent's going to play, you yep. would think, at right-back, with all due respect to Bradley and Gomez. I think Trent comes back in. Mm-hmm. So the two questions are, what did he do next to Van Dijk? And then who plays at left-back as well? Um, we'll start with centre-half. Who do you think... Canate. Quanta uh, yep. played midweek, so let's just keep rotating them. Yep. And by the way, Canate has stepped up massively. Uh, it was only a couple of weeks ago we played that Arsenal side away from home uh, in the Carabao Cup, and Canate could have been man of the match. He was absolutely exceptional. He stood up when needed. Uh, and yeah, I think, you know, Canate comes right back into it. Um, Left back. And, uh, left back is, is Gomez. There's, not, there's no way I'm changing it right so now. I, I was thinking it might be the other way. I wonder if he goes Robertson. And home as I'm no home mm. against Chelsea and then maybe Gomez away at Arsenal. Gomez done a really done a job on Saka at Arsenal. He it, did. The issue is Dan Robbo's been injured, but mm. he's not been unfit and he's no. been able to train the whole time. Mm-hmm. So we we don't know yet. We'll find out. But he was doing all of the gym work. He was doing all the running. It's not like he lost any fitness no. per se. It was just a shoulder was wasn't clear for contact. So it, it would be massively harsh on Joe Gomez for falling to miss out. But also, Andy Robbo's Liverpool's left back. So, the, the, that is a decision, really. I agree. With, with Trent, it's easier. Hey, he's Trent. Yeah. And B, 
with all you're replacing a young lad who you can go, you don't have to worry about. But like Joe Gomez couldn't have done any more. No, no, he couldn't have. But I wonder whether his inclusion on the weekend against Norwich was one eye on the fact that he might need a little bit of a rest. Potentially, I was quite surprised that he started that game. It felt like Owen Beck, who now, as we know, has gone back to Dundee, felt like he was a bit of a shoe in for that. Yeah. But maybe the Dundee factor is part of that also. But I, I, I would be amazed if Joe Gomez started this one, as harsh as it may be, because I agree he's been absolutely exceptional. But this is Andy Robertson we're talking about. As much as we sort of pass it off as this is Trent, Andy Robertson falls into the same category. He's, think, a, he's a world-class left-back. I, I agree, but do you think there's a risk in starting both of them? Like, can you know, you know what I mean? Like, do, 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 no, two no. lads on their first start, uh, that, that, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. But minutes, if they hadn't have had minutes, yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah. But both, Robertson's been in two squads, didn't come on in the first game, came on yeah. the second one, Trent had minutes. If neither of them had minutes, yes, I'd be in a completely different conversation right now. I'd be Gomez, I'd even be considering Bradley potentially and then Trent later on. But they've both, they've both had a game, essentially, to get back into it now. Yeah, they both start for me. I don't see a world where badly don't. The game's too important to not pick what I perceive as being the strongest. 11 especially when they both got minutes under the belt as I say so I'd be Robertson and I'd be Robertson essentially exclusively from now until he can't play anymore because Joe Gomez brilliant job absolutely incredible and he's still going to get minutes along the way he might have to do 20 minutes from a night for Andy Robertson Robertson might not be ready for the whole yeah. 90 so yeah that's the way I'd be Small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If I've potentially got to take him off, Andy Robertson off, that's one sub that I already know I'm going to make and I don't not. I you got don't five. Do you got five now. It's slightly different, isn't it? I, I don't care. I, I, I would. Just... I would go Robbo and Trent because I'm, I'd want Gomez. I'd start Gomez at Arsenal. Would be what I would do. Mm. I think this is a game at Liverpool. Will be should be on the front foot a little bit more. I think go given. I think that's what I would do. I'd be interested. I, I actually think Jürgen might start. Both of them. For me. And his, his reasoning is, close out to Kutosha, his reason is, Gomez has played loads. He can say to Joe, I'm not dropping you, I'm resting you. And whether, whether he is or not, mm. Gomez played so many minutes now and it's like, mate, he's probably due a rest. Thank you so mm. much, but we, I'm worried about you. And you, you, and he can have given the conversation of, I'm going to play here against Arsenal anyway. So I think he'll probably go Robbo Trent. If it's Robbo, I'm, I'm happy with yeah, Robbo. Yeah. It's just, for me, I, I can't overlook what Joe Gomez has Absolutely. done so far. And also, I feel like the balance of the team's just a lot better when Joe Gomez is in. I, I don't know why, I just feel like it is. Um, and it is because, you know, he, he's not as the flying fullback as as 
Andy Robbo is. And when Trent, you're telling them to, to push higher up and be not in a right-back position when you're telling them to move into the centre of the pitch alongside McAllister, I kind of like that the three yeah, centre-halves switch. And that that would be my trouble. Look, I think Cole Palmer, at the beginning, when someone told me he was going to like 65 mil, I'd have laughed at you. But right now, he's in unbelievable form. And... If they try and get us on the counter or anything, Joe Gomez is the one who, for me, in the last couple of weeks has proved defensively he's been unbelievable. His position has been great. Um, and look, like I said, if if Andy Robbo starts, absolutely boss. I love Andy Robbo. Uh, and he is our left back. But I just feel like the balance of the team is, is uh, at the moment, a lot better with Joe Gomez in. And we've seen him cut, cut inside and carry the ball. Like it, He's been doing these runs that Andy Robbo have actually been doing. He's just been closer to the goal and had shots from it. I suppose if Trent's playing, no, that, that's, that's where what that, he does. That, yeah. That, yeah, that, you can't have Gomez and Trent inverting. No, I mean, you, you could. It'd be chaos. <laughs> but, uh, you, you, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We, yeah, we're two for one, I think, on what we think might happen. Mm. Um, Let's move into midfield. Then McAllister is fit and available, yeah. so we're all pretty convinced that he will play. I mean, there's an option of Trent in midfield, but I don't really see the manager doing that. So he's got decisions to make in front of him now. Um, obviously, if Alexis plays, mm-hmm. Kurt plays. Yeah, yeah. nailed on. 100%. Probably the f- one of the first names on the team. I would say so at the minute, yeah. Yeah, no Birthday doubt. boys. Well. Absolutely yeah. no doubt. Uh, birthday today, had birthday, birthday to today, Curtis yeah. Jones. Mm-hmm. What a birthday that was then. <laughs> <laughs> what a cake that was then. <laughs> well, nice. The other side is interesting, Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elliot, Sabozlai, Graven Birch, you can mm. throw Gapo in this mix if you want to mm. as well. Uh, Thiago's back in training, thank God, but he's not available for this one yet. But mm. that's something that, to keep keep an eye on down the line as well. What you see happening again, I, the logic dictates Sabozlai. Yeah. But is the manager going to just throw three injured lads, three lads who have all been injured straight back in the team? That's the only reason it wouldn't be. And also, mm. to be fair, the other lads who have played have done well. So, it, mm. okay, again, Gavin Bates got a goal if they had a good game, yeah. albeit on the other side. Elliot has been really, really good again. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like probably it's time to go back to Sabozlai. It's interesting. Elliot obviously didn't feature at all on the weekend. Um, yeah, which, he did. That's a good point. Which would suggest that he would be in line for a start, potentially the way it tends to work. Yeah. It's like that. Cody Gakpo started this game earlier on in the season. I don't see that happening this time necessarily. The injured factor in terms of Sabozlai, Trent and Robertson is a thing. But as you said earlier with Robert, I don't think any of them have lost fitness because Robbo's injury was a shoulder one, so he was able to carry on doing a lot of work. And Trent and Sabozlai have been out for a couple of weeks, three weeks maybe in Bosley's case so they haven't had time really to lose their fitness necessarily so I have no major concerns over that really um, and therefore having said all that I would be with Bosley for this just because I think he had a little dip in his form because when you consider how good he was when he first came into the side he was just incredible I don't think he was quite at those heights as when he sort of left it but he is an incredible footballer he offers absolutely everything we need in that midfield I really like Ryan Gravenberch I obviously really like Harvey Elliott as well but I just for me I'm just thinking what is almost like your Champions League final 11 that's kind of how I'm looking at this game and I'm taking no chances I'm pulling no punches I'm going to Bosley yeah. yeah, I'd agree 100% with that. Um, he is one you can take off as well. You don't really ever want to sub your fullbacks if you don't, but you can sub your midfielders. Yeah. So if you think he's got an hour in him, then, yeah, then you want to look after him. Then at least yeah. you've got the options of Gravenberg and Harvey Elliott on the bench. again if you need yeah. to. So yeah, yeah, good options as well. I'm going with Sobo for the main reason of I just feel like I think Harvey Elliott's been brilliant all season, to be perfectly honest. I feel hard done by, but I just need a presence. I need you to be able to, you, you can't lose 50 50s. You've got to be strong enough in this side uh, to face Chelsea 
and also his quality from set pieces we, we, we saw it the other day against Virgil and set pieces are massive in this game yeah. especially when you can see that we, we struggle to score from open play against Chelsea mm. hopefully a set piece here or there uh, if you put it in the right spot Virgil will be there so yeah for me it makes the most sense he, he also looked he's got energy to burn um, so yeah for me Sobo more more quality on the ball uh, and his set pieces will hopefully be vital okay let's talk about up front then um, this is interesting I, I, I'm trying to think is anyone even nailed on and it's hard to think who's it's, nailed it's on it's just got to be Diego Jota I, I think Jota because he didn't start the other day sorry um, Norwich game uh, no, no, he, he, he started. Not started sure. He went off to go off. He didn't right? start against Fulham. Fulham. So mm. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think minutes wise. Who, yeah. that? But they've all had loads of minutes because there's, there's no real clues in the minutes no, because of not anymore. Because especially with Salah being out. Yeah, with, yeah, with Salah being out. I'm just checking the. Yeah, so obviously it was. It, they started Jota on the right the other day, and it was a, and Darwin and Gakpo. They were yeah. all interchanging. Yeah. Um. So obviously it was Luis Diaz who didn't get on. Obviously he does get on as a a massive impact towards the end of the game with another mm. one of his outrageous flicks mm. um, is Jota the banker then do we think yeah I think so yeah it's another one of them we've already we've skirted around it really you want your best lads on the pitch from the start and I think Jota falls into that he did play, I apologise he did play 90 against Norwich yeah, it, was, it, was, it yeah. was Darwin who went off I, I yeah. so, yeah. so minutes it's one of them unfortunately with the front line at the moment no as much as we can do a lot of the rotation a lot of the you need a rest sort of stuff further back without Salah without one of our key options there they're kind of all going to have to go and go and go and obviously there will come a point whereby if one of them's in the red zone that simply can't be the case but providing that isn't the case I think we just go with Jota I really do and maybe there's 20 minutes off towards the back end of the game if we can afford it who knows but when you've got somebody as deadly and I'm not going to say anything brand new here so there's no point when you've got somebody like Diogo Jota you just have to start him in game but the games that can be so tight games yeah. that can be turned on a moment games whereby you might only get one or two half chances your XG might only be up once or twice has to be Diogo Jota where? on the right I think he actually. I think he might be the best one on the right as well, and I don't love it. But he's on the right nominally. You said it a moment ago, and I think I said it in the build-up. That front three, and even if it's Diaz instead of Gakpo, it's so interchangeable. The only one that doesn't really fit is Nunes on the right. I would say, and even that is a thing that can happen. I think he's on the right in, in sort of name alone, and as the game sort of goes on, he pops up all over the place anyway. So it doesn't really bother me that. I think. Um, yeah, I think he probably will play on the right, but I'd play him up top. I'd tell Diaz to get back out on the Would right. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's what I'd do as well. Yeah. I'd, I'd have Diaz on the right, Nunes on the left, and, and Jota. But when you see yeah. where the goals have come from in recent times, they're kind of like, again, they're all over the place. Like Nunes was on the left for a while and he scored that goal centrally the other day. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was like, yes, and also, especially when the, the play breaks down and you're in transition, there is no set positions then. So the goals kind of come from all over the place. So it's more about getting those lads on the pitch yeah, than anything else. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. I'm just thinking if, if, if Trent is the one who's going to play right back mm. I wouldn't have I wouldn't mind me right back being someone who plays me right winger being someone who's a bit more willing, well on the touchline Jota wants to be inside all the time I there think isn't it, one of them is it Diaz it is Diaz. Diaz Diaz even when he plays right he wants to get chalk on his boots he'll cut in with mm. the ball but I mean a start and position is often a bit more wide the other option of course there is if Sabozlai's playing he goes and fills that role which we know which we know he can do I think we'd all agree it has to be Jota Nunes Diaz yes. it, with all due respect to Cody Gapple you had a stinker the other weekend like bless him um, it's just what order you put them in like, like, the, the fluidity of it all is, is the difference but we have found it difficult to score against Chelsea uh, Chloe that, that goes without saying I'm just looking at their um, their record so far this season defensively 
it's not brilliant. You know, they've conceded 31 goals in the Premier League. They've only played 21 games. Um, the goal difference is they're ninth and they're on four goal difference. They've scored 35, which is actually not bad, but they've conceded 31. They've shown they can get got at. They are playing, they've got a couple of injuries at the back. They've got a sub goalie in as well. Like all these guys up front for the Reds should be, you know, they, they should be the ones thinking, you know, we can win this game because there are goals to be had against Chelsea. Just not for us. Apparently. <laughs> we, we, everyone else has found all right with it, but we've, we've half struggled with it. But it does feel like there are goals to be had against them. Yeah. And, and you go back to the first game of the season, that was a front three that hadn't really played together before. This is a front three now that feels like there's, you know, we talk about how interchanging they are. They know the positions. Mm. We've got Darwin Nunes there with maybe 10 goals and 11 assists in all competitions. Uh, Diego Jota who just feels like everything he touches turns into magic aside from all the other chances he had the other day where he blazed them over the ball unless it's a right footed half volley and yeah. he's fucking clueless it was, like. I, it was half like he was practising yeah 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 he was like I'll yeah. give that a go I'll give it I'll, can I just can, this is the can, one thing I can't do can, can I, work, so, but when the first one missed he was like no no I, 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 no okay like, was, there is a saying like if, if a first don't succeed try, yeah, try, try again, try again yeah. at some point Diogo the dipping right footed yeah. half volley might, it might just not be in the bag which is sound you've got everything else um, yeah give them a miss the, the first one he, he did was quite close and then the second one he ballooned it into the cockpit <laughs> it was like he'd got sick and tired of doing it um, but yeah look at the, these lads can get at that defence especially with, without a Levi Colwell I'm not sure who's going to play for them in, the, in that position instead um, and yeah Liverpool just need to run them into the ground it's that simple and we can do that with the atmosphere uh, and what we need to make sure is that everyone who goes that game no matter if it's a slow start or quite a boring start we need to wake them up we need to make sure the players are held accountable yeah and by doing that you need to scream and you need to sing and you need to chant and if we as fans create a, a, a good enough atmosphere the players should rise to it and their players should absolutely crap themselves at it um, so the fans can have a difference in this game and let's hope we do it was mm-hmm. Silva and Tassasi the other day obviously Centre-Bars Centre-Bars yeah. played left-back played the other day uh, a left back did he yeah he's yeah. not a left back he's not a left well, back I know what that was that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That, he, he, I was trying to work out who was yeah, the left he, back. He played there the other day. I, I'm just looking at who else they've had available the last few weeks. So going back to the the, the win over um, over Middlesbrough in the cup, Ben Chilwell. Who, now oh, crap, he's, yeah. he's he's in and out the team. He's, he's been looking after Ben Chilwell, so he he'll play. You'd think if he's ready to, go, it looks like he's probably ready to go, and they were probably just mm. being a little bit careful with him mm. uh, at, at the weekend. So yeah, he, he did come on as well in that game. So yeah. you'd probably think it's going to be a back four of. Gusto, Desarci, Silva, and Chilwell, which is decent. Chilwell, obviously, he played like a left wing back mm. position against us in the first game, mm. and obviously, he was involved in the goal and very nearly got another one. He was he was yeah. inches offside, so it'd be interesting to see if he goes back to that formation then because he's they've kind of stumbled upon this thing of Conor Gallagher like as a nominal number ten kind of thing. But mm. I mean, that that's in, from an attacking point of view, like I said, they have struggled for strikers. As well, they've been trying to find a rotating cast there. So, from a Liverpool point of view, it kind of feels like we can't worry too much about where what were they going to do. We're just going to do our four three three stuff and then kind of react on the fly. Which, to be fair to Jurgen and the players, they've been good at. Even when they haven't started well, even if they got to half time and made the changes, yeah. it, it hasn't always been um, sub. Sometimes it's been tactically, yeah. but they've, because they're also flexible. If if it is wrong from the start. It, 
they seem like they get onto it quite quickly and are able to adapt. Yeah, absolutely. With this, this Chelsea could be, there's, there's a lot of different players and a lot of different formations available to them. Yeah, and that we, we need to react to whatever they're doing 100%, yeah, because it wouldn't shock me at all if Pochettino did come up or try and come up with some sort of master plan to, to negate what Liverpool have done so successfully recently because Liverpool, albeit I agree with what Chloe was saying before, but we're not finding all cylinders far from it, but we are finding ways to win time and time again. And this might be another case of that. It might be another one of those games whereby for the first 20 minutes or whatever, it does look a little bit cagey or a little bit. We're both trying to work each other out, big game of chess-like. But Liverpool, more often than not this season, have negotiated that and worked out a way of hurting the opposition and this could be another one of those occasions like you say whether it be from the bench or whether it be tactically and I just think as good as Liverpool sides have been in recent years and there's been a couple of missteps as well along the way of course I have but we've we often sort of if this way of playing doesn't win this game our plan B wasn't always there I think it's fair to say if, if Salah and Mane weren't at it or, for, or whatever else we did struggle occasionally I think it's fair to say but this side right now doesn't have that problem if those two don't if the wingers are whatever if the attackers don't win it for us centre half still chipping with goals the midfield have chipped Trent. in with goals this season Trent's chipped in with goals exactly yeah so that is the beauty of this Liverpool side right now they're coming from all over the place and whatever Chelsea line up with whatever they try and do to thwart us we just need to conquer that excuse me absolutely yeah you're right I'm going to get your score predictions in a moment guys so you know Chloe doesn't like score predictions she thinks she's jinxing them but you can we can half discuss it anyway before we do Let's have a little look at the context of this in the Premier League. Then as it stands, recording right now, Liverpool, of course, are top of the league, 48 points. Manchester City, uh, five points behind. Obviously have that game in hand against Brentford to be played in a few weeks uh, as well. You've got Arsenal in third on 43, as same exactly the same as Aston Villa, Tottenham fifth on 40. I'll flick over to the uh, matches tab then. In terms of those teams, Dan, Arsenal go to Forest tonight, which isn't easy. No. Nope. Um, a lot of people, that might have already happened or whatever by the time you guys check the show out. But yeah, that's, that isn't the easiest game for them. Um, it, 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 Forest are struggling a little bit why they change manager, but it's not... Arsenal's form isn't good enough to just presume that that's a banker win, is it? No, far from it. It's certainly not the city ground. I think even when Forest were struggling under Steve Cooper, their home form was something they banked on and relied upon because that can be a bit of a bare pit of an atmosphere. That yeah. so, and Arsenal historically have struggled in those type of grounds. They obviously just edged out Luton earlier on this season, so it's far from a nailed on three points. And especially under Nuno now, they've turned a bit of a corner. Forest they've brought some more players in. They've got some players back from injury as well. So yeah, I wouldn't be shocked at all if there was drop points there. Maybe not a Forest win but certainly drop points and Villa host Newcastle Club again not the easiest tie for them if you're talking teams in and around the top four that, that, that actually feels like it could be a daft decent game to watch Villa Newcastle yeah. uh, A15 tonight uh, again we'll another one <laughs> yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. a decent one I've got footy but after that I might watch it like second it. half yeah. and then obviously the, the only one I mean City we're all back we're all back on City watch CBA with them we're all back on City watch the, the home against Burnley I mean Vincent <laughs> Company yeah, might as well have a tra- City tracky on this Man City always batter Burnley. This this is going to be a case of how many rather than how. Yeah. And what that probably means is, like, say for the Reds, that game in hand has technically been paid at that point, and then the gap's only two points. It, it it's going to feel a lot. They are going to win. You'd be shocked if they don't. It's, things are going to feel a lot, a little bit, I don't know, a little bit more tense as and when that goes. I mean, people shouldn't lose their heads. If you're watching this now, and I, I'm, I'm including you, Chloe, because you do this, <laughs> like, don't lose your heads when City be Burnley because City are going to be Burnley. It will happen. I know it will because our group chat. You, I always get for fuck's sake, like, yeah, the sick. It's the first. Go- they were playing Burnley. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, they're winning again. Yeah, yeah. they're beating Bournemouth 4-0 again. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Like they these aren't the games that City right. lose. They've got Haaland back as well. 
So mm. he, he's gonna they're gonna beat City. Yeah, they're gonna, sorry, City are gonna beat Burnley, are they? Oh, easily. Uh, I'm expecting like a six to eight nil for this one, to be honest. Um, but if Burnley do want to show up uh, and have some impact on this season, I mean, you're probably gonna go down anyway. But try and impact the uh, the title race for us. Uh, a few of them, if not else. <laughs> <laughs> just stand on Ireland's yeah, foot and just, just just test just test it out. Yeah, just see uh, see what happens. Um, but yeah, like you said, that that'll be a nailed on win for for City and Liverpool just need to focus on themselves. Yeah. Uh, at, the, at this moment in time you know even though they do have a game in hand that's against Brentford and that you know with Ivan Tony, that's now not as easy as it would have been if they would have been able to play them mm-hmm. at the time that the game was scheduled um, and Brentford had their way with them last season so we've got to hope that Ivan Tony and that uh, Brentford side can do something but Liverpool at the moment are the ones who are ahead and we just need to focus on ourselves and get the jobs done because as long as we focus on ourselves and we get the points that we need nothing else matters and that is a lot easier said than done but it's mentally just preparing myself that's all I'm doing I'm just trying I was to about not say, care if, about if the produ- rest if producer Joe can just clip this last 30 seconds <laughs> so that when the Red Men group chat pings off at 7.31 <laughs> at tomorrow night <laughs> when, when, when Chloe's losing her yeah. shit on the, on, on the way to the match or yeah. she's sat in Oldhamfield watching the City score their sixth goal hmm. I'll, I'll just rewind that back to yeah. you because yeah, it's easier said than done um, right then as I mentioned before guys score predictions um James has gone for a two-all draw. Oh, I don't know what that James. means. James, come on, play the I game. Think, no, to be fair, I think he's on. I think he's on about City oh. barely. To be fair, oh. well, to think, James. Take that, think, James. Yeah, thinking back on the context, I do apologise. Yeah, I saw you down the river there, Jay, uh, and then I mean quickly through the net out. So yeah, let me know your score predictions, guys. Those who are watching along live with us now, Dan, I'll start with you. Then go on. Yeah. I've got a real optimism about this, which is very like me. Um, I'm going to say... <laughs> we're, we're both on brand today. <laughs> we're all on brand, um, yeah. Horror. I'm going to say Old Faithful 3-1 Liverpool. Okay, that's a, that's a good scoreline as well. Mm. I don't mind that one. 2-0 the Reds. 2-0, okay. Spirit's gone for a 2-1 in the chart. Danny's gone for a 3-2. Anxiety's gone 4-1 with Chelsea scoring first. That would be quite the mm. turnaround. Freedom of Green's review, 2-0. Graham agrees with you. Great, 3-1. Great. 2-1 to the Reds. Late winner. Oh, I think my I think I might die by then. 85 plus onwards winner. Mm. I'd love it, but my heart can't take it. So I'm going 2-0, 2-1, 3-1. Okay. Darwin Nunes on the score sheet. I reckon we come from behind to win 2-1. Oh. I'd love it even more, to be Would honest. You? It'd be horrendous during the, yeah, it would. Like, yeah, yeah, it would. the relief afterwards would be uh, would be and fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, like when Nunes scores the 85th minute winner or mm. something like that. That'd be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, to be fair, I, I would love a Casado own goal. That <laughs> wins us it, please. I mean, yeah. Uh, absolutely who wouldn't uh, yeah a few more score predictions before we go then Stewart says 4-0 with a Casado own goal as well so you're on the same wavelength there um, Clint's gone for a 2-1 we've got 3-0 from Gibbo etc et it looks like most Reds are confident Adam 1-0 Gomez 89th minute oh go on oh my god that. keep backing it lad keep backing just, it just, yeah, stop shooting shoot when he gets the ball. Fucking I don't know who does that. Off, off the ground. Like. I know. I, got, I, I wrote this on Twitter the other day and people uh, shouted at me calling me miserable. But like, it's literally, he's the last person you want shooting from 35 yeah. yards. If it goes inside, but... The really, main problem with it is, is he started listening. Clue. Yeah, That's yeah. the main issue. <laughs> I don't mind people shouting it, but when he starts shooting, I've got a problem at that point. Like, close to be fair. He has to be close. He's been close once or twice. Not, not since people started shouting at oh, him, no. though. 
No. Yeah, no, it doesn't really happen that much on the cop. No. I think it's the other side of the stadium. But... It's, the, it's the away end. They're desperate for it. It's the lower Annie. Right yeah. then, guys, thanks so much for joining us on the preview show. Thanks all you guys as well for joining us. Like I say, we join us for the watch along 7 pm tomorrow night with the Umtenter match build up when we react to Liverpool's team news. And then live from 8 pm ahead of the 8.15 kickoff for the entirety of the watch along. Keep an eye out on the channel as well for videos from the stadium from the likes of Chloe, Chris and uh, Paul as well and yeah come back uh, on Friday when we'll be previewing the Arsenal game hopefully with three more points in the pocket after Chelsea we'll see you all then Small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat, rounded, textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 